0: Ramones of the Day. And this is Rock and Roll High School. Rock and Roll High School. One, two, three, four! Hey everybody, welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every single Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I'm Molly.
1: And I'm Philip,
0: And with us today, again, is very special guest, Mr. Ed Stasium.
1: Hello, Molly. Hello, Ed. Hello, Philip. Hello, Ed. And how are you both today? We're fantastic. How are you? Excellent. Very, very good. Yes, I'm enjoying our Southern California weather very much. Yes, thank you for
0: joining us in your home.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks
2: for for finding us in your living room. Yeah.
1: I woke up this morning and there you were. Very convenient, though. Yeah, we
0: kind of infest like that. I didn't have
1: to get out of my pajamas. (laughs) It's fantastic. It's easy.
0: Uh, today, we are very excited because we get to discuss with you the epic song, Rock and Roll High School. Heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> of which there's actually a version called Ed Stasium's Rock and Roll High School. Actually, it's called
1: Ed Stasium Rock and Bird. Roll High
0: School, Ed Stasium.
1: Bird. I didn't name it that. No. No. I oh, know, you don't vote Ed, for it it, is called, it. it is called that because uh, that, uh, that... Should I start talking now? You can do whatever <laughs> yeah. you want. Um, uh, that, that particular version is the stereo version that I have to had in my archives for years mm-hmm. uh-huh. It was we just had a, when we did when we recorded the uh, song for the the movie to be included in the movie and mm-hmm. uh, we did a, it was a mono it was back in the mono days or yeah pre 5.1 um, you know, I think it was before, like, close in, around the Close Encounters time when 5.1 was starting to get into the theaters, but hmm. I guess we didn't, they didn't have the budget to even mix it and think <laughs> about 5.1 sure. for Rock and Roll High School. So I did a mono mix for the film, and uh, on my own, I did quick stereo, just very quick stereo mixes, mm-hmm. so I would have them
0: for mm-hmm. whatever
1: reason, I don't know why. But that's re- literally stayed in my archive. Mm. Um, until it showed up on some compilation at some point. On right. Mania. Yeah, it was on Mania. Mania. Is that where it came out? Was it was on well, Mania. That's, that's, Mania. I mean, okay. Really, that's yeah. where I okay. honestly first saw your name. Okay. Was it yep, tributed? That, that. Okay.
2: I would like Fair to enough.
0: try to give the timeline of this song. Yes. Please correct me if any step of the way I divert. Okay. So in 1979 is when you first recorded this version. The the first version of the song. Well, it's
1: actually the second version. There was a demo version that okay. we did as well. Okay. We did a demo version, um, probably to send to Alan Arkish. We demoed "I Want You Around" and "Rock and Roll High School." When mm-hmm. uh, when Alan Arkish, the director of Rock and Roll High School, contacted the boys to uh, for to be a you know, submit some songs, you know, yeah. we need a, a movie theme and we need, and he wanted something that sounded like "Questioningly" mm-hmm. off of "Road to Ruin." Oh, really? He yeah. requested a yes. Interesting. We re- Requested cool. a you know no. a, like a slow romantic song sure. that could be shot in a bedroom shower. Oh, yeah, we like <laughs> shower that scene. scene. Yeah. Love that scene. <laughs> that's great. So good. Yeah, it was funny. I was there. I was in, actually there for it. So oh, we were, that's so oh, fun uh, when yeah. they were shooting it. Yeah, when they were shooting. I it. think that's one of yeah. the
0: best scenes of the movie. It's yeah. so fun. And as a girl, like I. <laughs> That's like every like teen girl's like, you know, it's they yeah. did it perfectly. So
1: so you've got the demo version and then you've got You the have a demo version which had slight I recall about the demo version that there was something about um being da 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 by the therapy pool. There was a there was a therapy pool <laughs> lyric in there that was taken out for the uh, yeah the therapy pool. There's always gotta be yeah, like we,
0: some kind of like yeah. reference so to So we got <laughs>
1: the notes back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so you did the demo. You did a version of the song.
1: We did the demo at um and we recorded the tracks at the, there, we put this, there was a studio in Sire, at Sire Records in the basement, a little eight-track studio, okay. where I did a, a, a bit of work for demos for different artists that came into Sire, mm-hmm. and also the Ramones, so we did the demos for End of the Century. The first, I think we did, the first ones we did were for uh, Rock and Roll High School, mm-hmm. but Joey wouldn't sing down there. He was spooked. Joey had mm-hmm. some... He didn't want to go down to the <laughs> basement. <laughs> Exactly. There's something Is that dem- about that
0: song? No. It's,
1: no, it's him. T- it's literally telling. People.
0: Yeah. yeah. But
1: anyways, no, sorry, he didn't That he wouldn't sing. He would be down there. He'd come down there for the boys, but he wouldn't sing down there. Yeah. So we, we had to go to uh, Moogie Klingman, who was a keyboard player in Todd Rundgren's band. Okay. In uh, Utopia, uh, Moogie Klingman, and he had an eight-track studio on West End Avenue. So we uh, recorded the vocals there. And I think, a little okay. gu- I think I did a little guitar, I did do a little guitar there too, because I remember I, I got my, my Strat, I, I walked about a block, and I, th- I had my guitar in my trunk, my 1979 Audi, whatever, <laughs> uh, and um, I went back to get the, get the uh, guitar out, I said I better, I might use the guitar. And uh, sure enough, when I got back to the car, the trunk was wide open, so they had broken into it. No. So. Oh, so, no. Yeah, so fortunately, I had, t- I had taken my guitar. with Wow. No. Bummer. Like, yeah, a little, little trivia there. How, How did they, they even know that over? your
0: guitar was back there? They just...
1: Well, they did. The Audi was so easy to break into. Oh, so it okay. had like a knob on it. You just <laughs> had to take a wrench and go... Gruh. And so the spare tire was gone. Uh, I had a uh, bunch of... They took a, a box of cassettes. Yeah. That's yeah. all that was in there. Yeah. They were they, just they Audi, Audi, Audi vultures. Yeah. All right, Audi, so we have... the okay. Sorry. Demo no, okay. Mono. Okay, well, wait. So
0: then they perform what i think is basically your version of the song in the film
1: yes, right? yes that, right that is and we recorded at cherokee recording studios okay um did it in a day yeah we did that and i want you i want you around okay same day and uh, and now there's,
0: there's, there is a so then after this version that they performed in the actual movie mm-hmm. there is a version on the soundtrack that is different because it is your version, but it is tweaked by Phil Spector. Phil
1: Spector mixed the I Want You Around and uh, Rock and Roll High School with a shitload of reverb on it. <laughs> with a shitload of reverb, yeah. exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then, to top it all off, there's a completely Phil Spectorized version on End of the Century.
1: And a there's a PJ Souls version. Yes. On right, On the soundtrack album. Right. Which is it's the same drum track. Uh-huh. And we were going to put PJ on over the Ramones track, but yeah. she couldn't sing in that key. Uh-huh. So... Uh, I literally <laughs> sent everybody out to lunch. I said, I'm going to, I'm going to, I have to change the key. And I figured out what key to play it wow. in for PJ. Yeah. And I record, re-recorded the bass in all the guitars. Wow. Cool. And uh, nice. And then, you know, then she was able to sing on it. Yeah. And a little bit of trivia, Dennis Quaid was her husband at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he sings background vocals with me on the PJ Souls version. Really? Yes. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's
0: niche good info. Good,
1: good for good for Dennis. Yeah, yeah. things are finally
2: working out for him. Yeah, yeah, things are working
0: out for that kid. Um, so Rockwell High School. This is uh, a joke from Philip. Was written by Riff Randall of Vince Lombardi High School. It's, it, it was. was. <laughs> what do you mean to joke?
1: It's not a joke. I've, You're seen, right. <laughs> I, I've seen. the look, f- I've actually held on to that those those
2: pages of music. <laughs> yeah, Molly. She. She wrote it for her favorite band. Yeah, that's a great And snuck point. backstage. Did you not see? I, I have seen oh, it. i sorry. I have seen <clears> it. Yeah. No, um, I, think it's, I think it's a Joey. Right? This is a Joey.
1: I think it's right, a combo. It's a combo. A combo? I think it's a combo somehow. Well, it seems like... Yeah, especially it's also... since the therapy pool line is in there. <laughs> yeah. That is in late, the late in the game uh, zigzag. But
0: I think that's an also a Joey thing it because be. he I was think, the guy who was I, in the institution. I, and... I think it's a
1: Joey song. I want you around. It's probably a Joey song too. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. They don't. Really. I will go
1: Joey. Him. Yeah. Okay. It's Beach Boy. Yeah. Yes. That it's would so Boy fun
0: var. and it's so lighthearted, mm-hmm. you know, and that I think is something that Joey brought to the band. Yep.
2: Um, oh, and I gave a song category of party with a minor in misbehavior. Love that. Because they're they don't want to follow the rules.
0: I mean, they're at school, but they're not studying. If right. You know what I
2: mean. <laughs> they want to be at the therapy pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they want to be at... <laughs> I joined the swim club to get the therapy <laughs> pool. They cut it.
0: Um, so there's a lot of facts to cover with this song because there's so many different there versions are. of it. And I and, have, go ahead, Phil. I was please. gonna
2: say I, I want to say the live one because yeah. this this is a big this is a big one. This is uh, number ten all time most performed Ramon song by the oh.
0: band. Nice. How many times can I guess?
2: You may guess. <gasps> you may put in a guess. I'll tell you right now. It is. Don't tell her. Okay, right now. Alright, no. Guess.
0: So the reason why I said two thousand before is because they performed about two thousand times. Like two thousand two hundred, something mm-hmm. like that. So whenever we're guessing how many times we can a song has been played, we can put it in perspective to two thousand two hundred. Yes. I'm gonna say they played this song three hundred times. I'm
1: gonna say eight hundred and twenty five.
0: Oh uh
2: it's between those. I found uh five hundred and ninety two. Wow. Five hundred and ninety two. But yeah, I mean You would think as soon as they got it in the can, they're like, and we did it forever. (laughs) Yeah. You know, (laughs) like every show we're doing this song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a lot, man.
0: That's a lot. And whenever they're performing it, they're performing your version.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, there's no reverb on it. Right. (laughs) So. (laughs) Well, and the same key, right? Isn't the the Phil Spector version is sort of a different. No, it's it's the same key. Is it the same key? It sounds lower to me. Oh. I don't know. Well, I th- yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought your version was the I don't talk about it, and the other ones were like I don't talk about it. It's a little. I don't. It's know. hard because they switch the key I, too. I really don't know. It does. It modulates in the second half. Yeah,
1: off. yeah. After the uh, after a little breakdown, it modulates. Yeah. I, I I don't think it's in a separate different key. I don't think it is. But okay. we can we can check that. We will. We, we'll will. we will that. check that. We're, we're get nerdy the, enough to get, check that. Get the boys in the
2: lab on
0: that one. <laughs> um, I just want to say that I, coming at this song to prepare for today, started with the video. And heard the Phil oh, Spector sure. version. Sure. And just heard it and just thought, yeah, that's the Ramones, you know? Mm-hmm. And just heard that. And then I went and listened to the Ed Stasium version. Like, you're not in the room. Ed Stasium's version. And just could hear... <laughs> his version. Yeah, His version. His version how much better it was. Mm. And I think this is a song where you could really hear the difference because there's these two versions that are out there of that Phil Spector. You were talking about the Phil Spector before, that the guitars kind of disappear. I feel like the vocals almost kind of disappear on the Rock and Roll High School that the Phil Spector... That's on End
2: of the Century. Yeah,
0: it's on End of the Century. It's like that that fuzziness kind of takes over everything. And just those real clear drums in his version Mm -hmm. up top... And it has more of that raw sound of those early Ramones that mm-hmm. we all think of as Ramones. So it was interesting to hear the video first, because that's probably what most people think of. Yes. You know, when they hear Do you think so? I, I would I, think... I, I only
2: I'll uh I want I want 30 seconds for remones. Um I, I I kinda don't think that because sort of related to our earlier conversation about end of the century, that like, yeah, it was successful at its time, but I feel like given some space, Uh now when people think of the Ramones or they think of those things, they tend to gravitate more towards something that sounds closer to Blitzkrieg Bop or Rockaway Beach. And and the Ed Stasium version sounds more like that, I feel like.
0: Yes. That's I'm, I, I'm speaking from a very popular view where a lot of people probably saw the movie that maybe didn't even listen to the Ramones. They just okay. saw the movie or they saw the video on TV. Maybe they don't own a bunch of Ramones albums, but they saw that video or they heard that song on the radio. Right. That's all I'm saying is okay. that when it comes to popularity, probably most people have heard that version. That the Phil was Well, I can, yeah. say,
1: I can say that, you know, any time I hear it on Sirius XM, mm-hmm. on any of the two stations that play it, you know, Steven. <laughs> I was going to say, the little Stephen one. Steven and uh, <laughs> that um, New Wave one, whatever. I was going to say, one film. of the rancid guys had a <clears throat> channel, but go on. Yeah, he would have played it too. Yeah. But I always hear uh, my version. Great. I've, well, never, I've never heard Phil's version. The only time I heard Phil's version is, um, you know, in uh, in the video. The, the yeah. Mark, right. Mark Robinson directed video. Yeah. And...
2: I I went even farther, sort of backing that up as like we want to call it the true version or not. Mm-hmm. That like when this has been covered by, I don't know what you what type of groups you'd call this, but when it's on one of the soundtracks for Alvin and the Chipmunks, yeah, it's the drums first Ed Stasium version. Huh, like it's great. the Chipmunks, but it's is the Chipmunks do a version
1: of Rock and Roll High yes. Yeah,
2: they also I had no idea. Well, <laughs> yeah. it's it's the no it's the the single version. Let's call it. And uh, for Brats on the Beat, which is, uh, like, sort of lullaby-ish versions of oh, the Ramones. I don't know that. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they, don't? Wow. they They sort Not of like do no. lullaby I mean We versions. know it because we're just I'm nerds. telling you, Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. So, wow. they also do this, and I thought it was funny, it's very, like, 2010s parenting style. uh uh-huh. They let a lot of it go, except they kind of muffle the word hate. mm because do they keep therapy pool? <laughs> they, re- they resurrected therapy pool, but I just thought it was funny that like now, because I'm a parent of a young child, and sort of like the S word is stupid. You know, like someone said stupid, uh. and it's like it's the least harsh thing, but that's like where parenting is now. Yeah. But I just felt like oh, this is made by 2010 ish parents, where totally. it's like, C- can we take out hate? Yeah, hate's right. too <laughs> I hate the teachers and pra- ooh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like the teach in the past, <laughs> But
2: he doesn't say like. He says, I... And it's like the guitar, they just kind of like bumped it up for oh a my. second. I'm like, oh, you guys, you can't... This is the Diet Coke of Ramones. You're either going to like have the bad stuff or don't have it at all. Yeah. There's no
1: middle. That's funny because I recall um, I had moved to... Uh, I was in Los Angeles. I kind of moved there at the time that the uh, it was released. And uh, I... Was living in Rosemead or somewhere out there. And I uh, I had this friend, uh, Rose Rose Farina, that was a school teacher, and I had (laughs) given her a box of the records. Uh, to give to this because uh, I okay. just grabbed them. You know, hey, here's some stuff, stuff. and then um, she brought them back. And I'm there how come you brought them back? Oh, because I listened to it, and there was a line that oh, I want to get some chicks, so I didn't want to give it to the, oh. to, to the students. You lived so. a real rock and roll
2: high school moment, <laughs> they think, where they were like, "This is outrageous. We have to censor this. <laughs> these, yeah. these children yeah. will not fall in line." And she brought yeah. them back, and I, you know, that's hilarious. Yeah.
0: Um, I
1: forgot about that until you mentioned. That, your, yeah, your, it still exists. Lullaby version, still edgy.
0: Uh, Ed, I would love to hear uh, your take on. So when Ed, when Ed, when um, <laughs> Phil Spector comes in to re, put his spin on this song. First of all, for the soundtrack, was that something that felt like they had taken the song away from you a little bit? Or was that just par for the course because we're all in music and you know this guy's going to be producing for them, so, so that's fine. Yeah, okay. It's Phil.
1: Totally. You know, <laughs> Phil made the, some of the, in my opinion, some of the greatest records of all time. Yeah. That's not even an opinion. No, you know. that's not that an a, opinion. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that's a fact. I mean, you know, all those greats, you know, and, you know, Baby, I Love You, um, all, you know, The Darling Love, all the, you know, the Crystals. Uh, the, I just the, got through The, the uh, Spectre Christmas. A Christmas gift for you is like mm-hmm. the right. best Christmas album of all time. I've been I listening
2: a lot to. Even all things must pass. All things must pass. I mean, the John Lennon solo records. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic.
1: Yeah. I, I love all things must pass. Um, I love the John Lennon solo records. Mm-hmm. They're so stark and naked. And, mm. You know, he produced Imagine. I mean, Phil is like a hero of mine.
0: Yeah. He really. So, was. how did you feel the first time you heard his version of it? I, uh,
1: it's what, you know, it's just wall of reverb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a wall of reverb. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, it was. I mean, it's Phil, so you know I'm happy. I'm, yeah. I'm proud that Phil's working on something that I that I yeah. p- produced and recorded. Yeah, um, and yeah, I was I was all for it. Uh, I thought cool. it was exciting that Phil Spector was going to work on something that I did. Sure. But like yeah. Then when you hear it back, it's like. Rock, rock,
2: rock, 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 rock.
1: I like. Uh huh.
2: I kind of think. The part of what we're all sort of responding to is it's almost like that, a generational gap where like maybe just didn't quite get what the thing was that was so wonderful and thought well you know I'll do this I'll bring I'll bring well, my my game to you're this you're Phil Spector
0: like, oh, so you probably yeah, think who's gonna tell me well not even who's gonna tell me but you're like I wanna work with this band and I'm gonna do he, what I do and they're gonna do what they do and yeah. that's gonna and be the put, thing he did
1: his thing to it and yeah. that's what he did and that's all good yeah. and Phil, you know, since the first time he saw them, I think after the the, fir- the first time they played the whiskey, he wanted to produce them. Yeah, right. He wanted yeah. to be Rocket Russia, right? Didn't he want to be? He wanted to do. He wanted to work on a set. He wanted to leave, work on Leave Home, I think. Oh. And oh, Rocket wow. Russia, and Road to Ruin. <laughs> well, he's no dummy. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then when uh, you know we finally got to the fact that we were gonna be working with him, and, uh, he decided they decided that he should remix re- to remix those for the, al- for the album soundtrack mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. those mixes didn't make it in the film at all did they no no they didn't doesn't not, seem like they the do fi- they're not in the film they're not for sure yeah it doesn't seem like they do Phil's mixes are not in the film they're my, no. mo- they're my mono mixes
0: yeah yeah yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. right um, oh
2: sidebar mm-hmm. tiny little trivia okay so speaking about the Phil Spector version mm-hmm. this is the third Ramon song that we've covered and I think maybe of all of them that ends with an explosion <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah the other two oh
1: I didn't know that the other two are, are songs?
2: seven and seven is okay
1: that's right but that was on the original love version of the A- explosion yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: and on the same album let's go ends with an explosion huh so there are two songs on. on end of the century that end with things blowing up
0: Hmm. Well, it's the end of the century. It was the end of the century. <laughs> I mean, get seriously, but I kind of feel like that, why,
2: why yeah. didn't you do it for all of them then and be like, maybe yeah, I love funny. you ends with. Like, <laughs> that's
0: funny. Well, at least three. <laughs> at least three. Yeah, you left us hanging. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Funny. We want that rule of threes closure.
0: Yeah. So yeah. did you get to hang out on set with those guys and they yes. were making the movie? How yeah, was that? You know, I bet that was fun. It was
1: tons of fun. Well, yeah. We actually record it. Uh, those two songs while they were while the movie was being shot. Yeah, which must have been oh, hectic
0: wow. or no to do so many things at once. <laughs> ah, nothing's nothing. great. Yeah, no, no. no. no we
1: spent. Did we spend one? or Might have been two days we spent in the studio.
0: The, the scene that is playing while they're playing this song, Rock and Roll High School, is when they blow up yes. the high school. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it doesn't get more rock and roll than that. It
2: makes sense in terms of putting the explosion in at the end. Yeah. But it's weird because they put the explosion in the version that's not in the movie. Uh-huh. So it's like it reminds you it's in the movie. Sure. And I'm like, well, but I, I almost like, think
1: if you came at this... But well, that was that was the Phil Spector version as an afterthought. That was right. a redo. Like Yeah. You know, after the movie was done. Exactly. Yeah. So you'd almost think
2: there'd be some people listening to this and be like, why is there an explosion at the end of this? Uh-huh. I guess.
0: Well, I mean, thematically it. being the end of the century and all that, and I feel like Bill Spector was doing big things, so the idea of having sure. like these explosions, you know.
1: Appealed. Yeah, it appealed to whether right.
0: or not the movie had an explosion. Yeah, I could yeah, still exactly. see him.
1: It was a, you know an extension of his gun carrying habit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was always trying to get something to blow up. Yeah, so blow something up, Phil. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember working very very late and meeting the uh, the film editor like at three in the morning somewhere and giving him the tapes mm-hmm. so that because I think we were going to actually shoot the. Um, I want you around the next day. Okay. After recording the two songs. Okay. Rock and Roll High School was done later. The shooting for Rock and Roll High School. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't there for the blowing up of the school. I wish I was. <laughs> I read somewhere I heard... that
0: the neighbors got really freaked out I because bet. they didn't realize it was going to be so yeah, big to... and all that, or and the, they're like, nobody, know, nobody nobody
1: knew it was going to yeah. be that big. yeah.
0: <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, uh... that's the
1: story that I've heard. I mean, yeah. Like you know they stuffed a little extra in there like Keith Moon on the Smothers game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, nobody knew that he put it like three times as Look, much I want to say
2: even the camera kind of pans up
1: with the explosion like holy crap just, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it shocked everybody yeah oh, that's fun and it, they can feel the heat from the oh, explosion yeah. you know, they're, they're all playing they're going to get burned here what's going on yeah mm-hmm. Um. pom poms yeah
2: I have a I have a silly debate for the for this song but, it, but it's something that I thought about while I was thinking about the lyrics mm-hmm. so the therapy pool lyrics. not the therapy <laughs> pool but is the school he's describing rock and roll high school or does he want to go to rock and roll high school and the reason I ask is he hates the teachers and the principals but you'd think if he wants to go to rock and roll high school the teachers and principals would be cool <laughs>
1: He wants to turn it into a Rock and Roll High School. (laughs) He wants to turn it into a Rock and Roll High School. Listen, at
0: Rock and Roll High School, there are no principals or teachers. There's nobody there.
1: (laughs) Everything, all the shit's outside, man. (laughs) (laughs) They throw it out, they blow it up.
0: Everything's outside.
1: Everything's outside. We're having class outside. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: That wasn't much of a debate. No. Uh, Okay, well, you put put a lot of things to rest quickly. (laughs)
0: Um, <laughs> I don't have any other
2: facts. I had that one debate. Well, I was point. gonna
0: say uh, the single peaked at number sixty seven on the UK. The pretty worst good for is them. Pretty good. The the. Uh, I think it was a Phil the, Spectre, the Phil Spector version. Yeah, the, the yeah, Phil the single, yeah. version.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah never that high. Which is not as high as "Baby, I Love You." Well, we should talk about the recording of the Phil Spector version. Please, please, you need to talk about that's that. That's where we're going. Please, we, we, because, we, love. Oh, oh yes. we'll Continue on. No, no. We'll no, get no. To that. no that's no, where we're, we're going, there. and
2: we're there. We're Are we there. there? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we can't
1: talk about the therapy pool lyrics anymore. If it's all about therapy pool, I'm fine. <laughs> I'd love <laughs> rather be sitting in a therapy pool. Rather be sitting in a therapy pool. pool. <laughs>
2: Yeah, like you know, you guys, it's a, you had a whole school thing going.
1: <laughs> is it because
2: it's because it rhymes with school? Probably. No. Yeah.
1: Uh, so recording. Yeah. So we're recording. As I mentioned uh, in maybe a previous broadcast, uh, mm-hmm. I, I was with the boys for the entire recording mm-hmm. of uh, "End of the Century," and I was playing guitar for the entire recording with okay. Johnny and myself in the room. There was no separation. We had little gobos. I was on one side. Um, Johnny was on the other side. Dee Dee was... They were around. We were all in the same room. And, um, you know, Phil had a habit of making us do things over and over and over and over and over (laughs) again. And we would go back in and listen to a playback and he would listen over and over and over and over again at excruciating volume. I was going to say that's Mm -hmm. what I always heard. Excruciating. And he'd be stomping his feet on the floor and swearing and he would have... his, His... I didn't engineer that at all. I mean, it was Larry Levine, the great Larry Levine, mm-hmm. uh, who engineered many, many great records in, in the uh, 50s and it's 60s. It's his guy, right, isn't it? It's yeah, it was, he used them, all, all, the, all the stuff that Phil had done, the Wall of Sound stuff with the Wrecking Crew. Uh, Larry engineered all that stuff also. Engineered like Sonny and Cher, um, Herb Alpert. He, even, Larry even won a Grammy for uh, the um, whatever that Whipped Cream and the Delights record. Mm-hmm. He won okay. the Grammy of the best engineered uh, recording, I think, and I think it was one of the very first uh, awards that because uh, they that came into the picture like in the, around that time, mm. it, the engineer best engineer recording. Oh, one of the first, might, might the first time they had the first time they had a Grammy for engineering. It's nice. not the first. Yeah. And uh, so, and Larry was tortured by Phil. Larry's a chain smoker. Jeez. Tortured by Phil. Phil would whack him in the back of the head. Oh man! And, and you know, and Larry wouldn't stop the tape. But mm-hmm. Phil and Larry had a sign language worked out. Yeah. Uh-uh. That if he wanted um, a vocal up, he would point at his mouth while listening, and go hit Larry and point vocal up in the air. He'd point to his mouth and then point his finger up in the air. Wow. Means vocal louder. The and then if he wanted a snare drum up, he'd make, he'd make a gesture with his hand that he was bashing a snare drum and if he wanted more reverb on something phil would stick out his tongue and slap his tongue and say larry slap his tongue slap his tongue and make a (laughs) gesture of either vocal or snare drum and then more re that meant more (laughs) reverb on the drum more reverb on the vocal wow yeah he would slap his tongue
0: this is such niche info. It it's seems great. like,
1: yeah, see, seems like from what you're also saying, he slapped his tongue a lot. He did, he <laughs> did. He slapped his tongue a lot. And then if he got confused or Phil wasn't hearing what he wanted, to, and Larry stopped the tape, Phil would start swearing. Mm-hmm. He would like to be stomping his feet, mm-hmm. and everybody is witness to this. And mm-hmm. he'd go shit, piss, fuck, cocksucker. He'd <laughs> just go off. Mm-hmm. Wow. He would go off. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. <laughs> uh, so getting to the song Rock and Roll High School, yeah. sure. Uh, after dealing with not many days, I think Rock and Roll High School was probably recorded on the, maybe the fourth or fifth day. And there are many more stories about the recording sessions, but I'll try to keep it to the one particular session. Do whatever stuff. you sure. like. Yeah. Um, we'll, be on, we'll be talking about this. <laughs> um, uh, Phil had a, had, we worked at night. Mm-hmm. Right. So we would start at like 10 o'clock at night till like mm-hmm. 8 in the morning. That, that was the thing. And I would, have, I would have dinner with Phil every night at the Hamburger Hamlet, mm-hmm. which used to be right behind the 9600 building there on Sunset Boulevard, right before you have Beverly Hills. Yeah. Okay. I think it's the 9600 building, 9200, right there. What it makes a turn to go into Beverly Hills, or if okay. you it west on Sunset Boulevard. I think I kind of know There's a Hamburger Hamlet there. Um, Phil took a... A liking to me and I I, was, I could hang out with Phil Spector that's cool <laughs> come on Ed let's meet for dinner we'll go to Hamburger hamburger. <laughs> I had the same thing every night uh-huh. French onion soup and a burger <laughs> uh, and uh, so we would do that every night before going to the studio and then we're at Gold Star Studios famous Gold Star I mean Pet Sounds was done there all sorts of great yeah. mm-hmm. um, um, they uh, did drum overdubs with uh, Keith Moon and mixed I can see for miles of that room
0: amazing
1: yeah and, you know just one boxy room no big yeah. deal custom con- I don't even know what the console was some custom console mm. um, so it comes to the day where we're doing Rock and Roll High School and uh we I don't know where we came up with the concept of having feedback in the beginning of the song, but as it turned out, we would Johnny and I would I would count it one, two, three, four, bang and try to get feedback. Okay. Mark would start up with the drums. So Phil decided that he wanted something more. <laughs> but nobody knew what this more was. Yeah, so we continued for a, at least a couple hours. Johnny always referred to it as being 8 hours or even 10 hours. Yeah,
0: so. he would say days. Yeah, and, days. And it was like maybe it was like an hour or two. Well,
1: yeah. it was de- it was definitely going on maybe 3 hours. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And we would just be hitting that chord, getting the feedback. Um you know, and, and not Phil... to interrupt,
0: but when you guys would go listen to Phil Spector's playback on that, did you hear what Phil Spector was going for for three hours? Or no. you just like, do no, you understand? No, 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 okay? t- I'm going to tell you something <laughs> okay. about this. There's a,
1: there's a moral to this story. Okay. There is a moral to this story. And Johnny was just getting pissed and, you know, really anxious. After two. After, yeah, after two. they <laughs> so we're sitting there and then, you know, we see Phil in the control room yelling at Larry, pointing his finger at the speakers, at the gear, and poor Larry's smoking cigarettes and, and going, I don't know what to do, <laughs> What do you want me to do, Phil? You can tell, you know, they're just being frustrated. And Johnny, Johnny's throwing his eyes up in the air, and he's going, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Dude, why are we doing this over? What are they doing? So it, it goes on, on and on, and then uh, Phil had a habit uh one... Uh, do uh, you ever see those little club cocktails that come in little cans like soda cans? No, they're called club cocktails. I don't know if they, they, I don't even think they make little them anymore. Co- no, like the little t- tiny ones. Not like those. No, no, they're cocktails. And, okay, uh, I, I I don't know. One night I brought I, like during the sessions I brought in like a couple margarita ones. Okay, the little cl- they were called. It was a company. It was like club margarita, uh-huh. you know, club club gin and tonic, whatever okay. they were. <laughs> but they were little cans. Uh, and you just, you know, like soda cans. Yeah. They're half the size of soda cans. Mm-hmm. And you'd be drinking. So I brought in uh, margarita one night, and Phil saw me doing this. And he decided that he would supply me with margaritas. <laughs> so, like, in the middle of these Rock and Roll High School takes, all of a sudden, Phil would come out. And he had a cooler next to the co- the console. Filled with uh, all his, he had like manischewitz wine in there or something. Right. He drank <laughs> yeah. in, a yeah. in a cooler somewhere. in a cooler, and he had he had all my little cans of uh, club margaritas. Uh, and I remember, I never forget, in the middle of like one of these takes, and you know, Larry's in there doing something. Phil comes walking out, and he would keep them in baggies. Like little sandwich bags, he, he go here, Ed. You need this. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he, and he, would, he would hand them to me at the apropos moment. <laughs> and so in the middle of this tracking of the first chord for Rock and Roll High School, he came out and you know with the might have been two, and one, two in one bag, <laughs> and put it on the gobo. You, you need that right now. Yes. Uh, and I said, like, thank you, Uncle Phil. Thank you, Philip. <laughs> <thank you, laughs> <"Thank you>, Philip, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh, so, my God. So we're going over and over and over again. And, uh, you know, finally there was uh, a take. And we, we weren't even recording. Money, what? We were not recording all these. We were just, like, do, playing the first chord. We wouldn't go into the song. It was just oh, right, the sure. first chord. Uh-huh. You know, Bang the feedback keep going feedback play more key. Blah, 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 blah. stop 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 just the intro it's only the intro of this song for two and a half hours finally get a take you know Johnny uh, we go back to the hotel Johnny takes me aside says I can't do this anymore I want to quit wow well, the album like the
0: album or the band
1: the album okay. gonna, you can't work with Phil anymore yeah, yeah, that was yeah. it yeah that was it. It was in it, like it was eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You know, he probably called me. We didn't go back because they were. They stayed at the Tropicana,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the infamous okay. Tropicana Hotel. Yeah. Sure. And I was staying there as well, but my room got broken into, it and I got freaked out. So I said, "Put me in the Sunset Marquee." Man. <laughs> and,
2: wow. Yeah. You have two break-ins. I know. In
1: this episode, your car got broken into, and oh yeah, they had bad luck. Crazy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so he calls you and says, "Yeah, Hi. he calls and says 'I, I, I'm quitting. I can't work like this anymore.'" I can't work with Phil. It's just impossible. He just got so frustrated. Mm-hmm. And you, you could see his face when we were doing that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you
1: know, and then, you know, we get to taking, he listens to it 500 times, seriously. Yeah. You know, stopping and starting, punching, hitting Larry in the back and giving him sign language.
0: Poor Larry. Poor Larry. <laughs> <laughs> he, he
1: ultimately did have a heart attack whilst mixing the record. Oh, my God. That record? Like, yes. Oh. Larry Levine had a heart attack whilst mixing oh, End no. of the Century. And it was, then it was mixed by somebody else oh, because Larry no. couldn't finish it. I have the most tasteless
2: joke, which is that Larry's freaking out and he's like, you know, making a symbol to his chest or something. <laughs> and Phil's like, no, 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 more Reaver. And he's his tongue. And like, no, I'm done. That's, that's funny. That's funny.
1: Poor Larry. So, Johnny wants to quit. Yeah. And he was dead serious. Yeah. And uh, so I call Seymour Stein in New York and said, Johnny wants to quit. And Cena was like, you can't, you can't, you can't, you have to save it. You have to, you have to Mm -hmm. convince Johnny that he has to finish the record. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to do something. So I had to call a summit meeting. Okay. With, with Johnny and, you know, with the band. the whole band, And Phil Uh and his bodyguard, George.
0: Okay. Phil had a bodyguard
1: that was always around. Sure. George, his driver and bodyguard. Okay. Big guy. George, just all friendly all the time, just smiling. No worries in the world. Um... So, we didn't work the next day. Johnny didn't want to work. It uh, might have been a day off. Uh, but we called a summit meeting at uh, the, the uh, at the Tropicana mm-hmm. in Joey's room. I don't remember which room it was. It wasn't 100B. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been 100B. No, that was... No, no, that was I'm really putting it
2: together here. <laughs> <clears throat> I want to set the stage here. You've ju- At this point... You have just been charged with the task of, I want you to talk Johnny Ramone into something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He yeah. set his mind about something. Yeah. You have to go convince him to
1: do something otherwise. Yeah. It's like, good luck. <laughs> 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 and I'm freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I call. I would never speak to, F- I, I could never, I didn't have Phil's number. I had his assistant, this woman, Donna. Uh-huh. I would call her. And I said I need to talk to Phil. And then she called Phil. And then she called me back. She says he's going to call in ten minutes. Uh-huh. All the time. And he would always called back exactly in ten minutes, yeah. or whenever that, wherever it was. So I said Phil, you know, I told Phil Johnny wants to quit the project. I explained to him what was going on. He doesn't like the repetition. He he's uh, he's fed up. He's very frustrated. He wants Johnny's the kind of guy that likes to get things done fast. Blah blah blah. He says okay. Well, what can we? do? And I think I said. I'm going to be Henry Kissinger here and I'm going to have a summit meeting at the Tropicana and Phil, you're coming and the whole band will be there and we'll have a summit meeting. So the next day, we all got together and uh, adjourned. Not adjourned, that's not the right word. That's when you leave something. We, we, got, <laughs> right. toge- we got together <laughs> before we adjourned. Um, we got together in Joey's room and it was like this. You're Johnny and you're Phil. Nice. And, Perfect. And Johnny goes to me. Ed, tell Phil I can't work like this anymore. Oh, my oh God. Like, okay, I will, Johnny. And I look at Phil, and I go, Phil, <laughs> Johnny can't work like this anymore. <laughs> wow. Tell him that I promise that I will change my methods of working, and I, will, I, I won't. Well, we had the little explanation. Yeah. About, you know, how the repetition. The, uh-huh. On the phone I had with him, and then in the meeting with the whole band there. And it would be like, oh, tell Johnny that I'll be good. And I won't work like this anymore. I'll be very patient and I, I'll try to uh, amend our misgivings here. And it went on like that for a little while. You know? <laughs> then everybody kissed him made up and oh, we went back God. in and were able to cut all of the tracks um, just in time uh, for the fact that Johnny's dad died during oh, the sessions. Yeah. And, right. and Johnny had to leave and go back mm. to New York. And he, yeah. never, he never came back. Yeah, you know, then he was, done. He was, he was yeah. done. he was done. He was done. He was off it, yeah. So, wow, um, good grief. That's incredible.
2: Uh, but I wanted to jump on something that you said. It was like, you know, got it in just under the wire. Like, how many... I think there's 12 tracks on, on this album. Like, how soon into the recording was this happening? At The beginning or the end? Or? It was uh,
1: maybe five days in. Okay. Something like that. Out of... I actually have a... I, Approximately. You I, I I don't have to... <laughs> a couple of weeks. Okay, oh, weeks okay, of okay. So early-ish. Yeah, it was early And it wow. did
0: get better after the summit. Yeah, it did. Okay.
1: It did. It did. Wow. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, the first, I remember the first track we cut, I think, was The St. Havana. Uh-huh. Right. And I was counting dozens of times that he listened back to that thing. Maybe a hundred, maybe more. He would listen back for an hour, an hour and a half, listening back and just doing the thing with Larry and... Wow. Not, unbeknownst, you know, not even knowing. Yeah. Um, ultimately, yeah. Uh, you know, we went on and, you know, Johnny left and we did a day of Mark overdubbing drums. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Johnny and I would do overdubs as well. We both played. We played acoustic guitars on everything. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Everything? Yeah. Okay. Every, every song, except Baby I Love You, right. which Johnny didn't play on. Yeah. Um, but we did. We, there's acoustic guitars on every song. Hmm. So, And then we double-tracked sure those. Probably, yeah. Yeah, it's, they're in there. Yeah, because Phil, we put them on everything. I, I used, sometimes I played a twelve string and Johnny played a six string. Right, huh, Right, right. Rented Martins. And okay, just, just played them at the same time and we double tracked those. I remember. Um, did he
2: play? This sounds really silly, but did Johnny play? I'm I'm fixated on Johnny playing acoustic guitar did he play all downstroke yeah Yeah. of course of course (laughs) course. okay I knew the answer before I was going to ask absolutely just checking just making sure Mm -hmm. still driving did
0: you think that recording that album was fun even though there was drama going around oh yeah it was great totally it was great (laughs) so good it was was a
1: comedy of errors (laughs) it was amazing (laughs) it was amazing and Joey was having the time of his life I
0: bet yeah. yeah I mean, um, I think that too, like it must have been so nice for Joey to be recognized for what he does because it seems like he really struggled, not struggled in the band, but they were all fighting for their own kind of voice in the band that Johnny wanted to do this hardcore punk rock thing and Joey wa- So for somebody like Phil Spector to be like, Joey, I love your voice. I think you're an amazing vocalist. And he'd be yeah. like, hey. You know? Yeah, sure. And then yeah. he, did,
1: uh, he did, you know, move up to Joey in that way. Yeah. You know, in, th- was, in thinking about that story, so... I mean, wh- John, I think Johnny did referred to it as Joey Solo album several times. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what
0: Johnny said. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Um, so we actually met you through the writer of the play, Four Chords of the Gun. Four Chords and a Gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, John
0: Rusp. Bowie. 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 Sorry. Bowie. No, not David
2: Bowie. John Russ Bowie. Bowie. John Rus- Bowie. Um, and Bowie. which is about he he tells a story about the making of end of the century. And I gotta say it has a really funny and interesting scene about the chord over and over the repetition, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I was just thinking like, you could have almost done the play entirely just an hour of three-ish people in a studio uh-huh. and just getting angrier. And, and angrier. And I'm just seeing <laughs> it's like this frustrating theater
1: you're yeah. like, Jesus see <laughs> the smoke coming out of Johnny's yeah. <laughs> ears. <laughs> uh, I
0: bet. I can see it now. Like, uh-huh. you know. Oh,
1: Clearer as day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh- and ultimately, you asked this question earlier, mm. um, what was he trying to do? What was the difference? Did you hear anything? Yeah. Um, well, uh, after uh, Johnny had left and we had finished uh, all of the recording of the music, um, we were doing a little bit of vocals here and there, but we hadn't done all the vocals yet. Uh, I went to a, a studio out in the valley. can't remember the name of it. That's little, little studio. No, it wasn't really? sad. It was like right it was in Only Studio loyal. City. Okay. And uh, I don't remember the name of it. Um, I'll think of it was someday. Um, I went by myself to do guitar overdubs. On all the songs. And mm-hmm. when I got to rock and roll high school, there was a track. And it was a track of Johnny and I, or our guitars and the feedback through, um, at that time there was a device called the Eventide Instant Flanger, uh, mm. Eventide Instant Fl- uh, Instant uh, Phaser, okay. they were called. And it was make the, the sound, uh, how, what song would you guys know? Uh, <laughs> Ichiku, you know, Ichiku Park by The Small Faces? Nope, you Ooh, don't. Okay, I don't think so. bad move. <laughs> no, 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 bad no, answer. I, I'm, I'm
0: just not well versed in music. I think. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, Life in the Fast Lane by the Eagles. Of Definitely. Course. Okay, uh, you know the end, of, the end of the song where it goes into this different sound, goes like swirling, Yes. Mm-hmm. swirling sound. Life in the Fast That kind of thing. It's also in listen to the music by the Doobie Brothers. Mm-hmm. Yes, sure. Yeah, that phasing sound. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, this was Johnny and my guitar. Uh, through uh, and it, it, those were done with tape. That was an effect that was done with two tape machines. Uh-huh. But this, the one that uh, Johnny and I guitar went through, was an effect uh, a rack, a piece of rack mounted gear. Okay. Mm-hmm. An effects box. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it just sounded cheesy as hell. And it's like, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was out of tracks, and uh, I needed to do another track. And they like, What's, it? What's it? I'm erasing it. And I erased the thing. <laughs> I erased all that work that whatever Phil was doing.
0: Oh, like hours worth of work? Well, whatever it was. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Man. It was nothing. That's
1: it was fucking two guitars <laughs> <doing laughs> to this, <laughs> this, yeah. this cheesy box that you yeah. can do any day. Uh, yeah. for yeah, you know, right. for less than a dime. Yeah. You know, uh, in any studio in uh-huh. the world, there was mm-hmm. nothing. It, and it was really bad sounding. It was well, like
0: let, woof, 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 woof. let me ask you this. Do you think that Phil Spector struggled with Ramon's Ramones' aesthetic at all or do you think you know, what, you know what I mean like Phil um,
1: thought that they should sound huge. And I think uh-huh. he I think those records that the mixes that he did mm-hmm. sound huge. They, they sound huge, big but and they huge. They also
0: sound small. If that makes it's, sense. It's, it's the
1: reverb that sounds huge, uh-huh, and yeah. the guitars yeah. are very tiny. Yeah, yeah. The drums are blasting. I get there's like four tracks, like Joey's vocals are all waddly, and mm-hmm. they're like he just they're like if there're four vocal tracks on a song mm-hmm. that we did, I would do comps. He he just put them all together and threw slap, and he puts hand claps on every song. <laughs> all these really tinny hand claps. Um, I I it's interesting to say like he wanted them
2: to sound huge, and I feel like the way we come at it is. They already did. They sound were. Yeah. I don't know what you mean. I mean like they are that's where we're that's why we're here, yeah, you that's, know? That's like the they didn't sound yeah. small to begin with. It's not maybe not his huge. I don't
0: know. No, it is interesting cuz when you listen to Rock and Roll High School Ed Stasium version versus end of the century version the Ed Stasium version does sound bigger. Like you sound like you're in the room with them. They sound more present. The the instruments sound big yeah. and in the end of the century version it's, it's not like it's
2: they're trying to be big, maybe. The uh, the, well, the, the, the sound
0: room. is full, and the 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 drums are present. And, and... those claps are
1: obnoxious. <laughs> well, I think it's just sorry, <laughs> Phil. Yeah, no, totally, love you, Phil, but totally. the claps are obnoxious.
0: <laughs> You're allowed to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> 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 you gotta get more claps in there he's clapping against Larry's head oh man, <laughs> poor, Larry. Yeah, oh, Larry, man. man. poor Larry oh man poor Larry
1: victim. All, I mean he must have been years. what do you think
0: he just really loved the music that's why he stuck with Phil or it was a paycheck yeah paycheck oh. well he could have gotten a paycheck because there were times else. when
1: Larry talked back you know he got he got very upset with Phil oh I'm, oh, sure. well, I'm glad yeah. he talked back yeah he yeah. should
0: talk back sometimes yeah. wow
1: <laughs> Phil you gotta I don't remember the exact nomenclature but he he let Phil have it one day.
0: <laughs> That's good though, because mm-hmm. if he just took it all the time, I would really feel sad. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Phil would hey, do wacky things. <laughs> Phil would do. Wacky uh, well, we're talking about Rock and Roll High like School. That seems like the
0: understatement <laughs> of the century. <laughs> yeah, Phil would do wacky things. The understatement
1: of, end of the century. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, since we're talking about Rock and Roll High School, we could talk about Alan arkish's visit. Great. Okay, so, love that. You know, Alan came down. Uh, Alan, you know he he was a, as much as i was a fan of phil
0: yeah
1: uh, he was he even gave me a, i remember he we had lunch or something and he brought me a cassette of all of phil's you know biggest hits oh and, wow cool. having them all together he made a, like a mixtape for me super cool yeah and um, you know he wanted to meet phil and uh, you know i kept asking phil you know the the director of rock and roll wants to come down mm-hmm. he says, i'll let you know when, that, when we can do that uh-huh. I kept, put, kept putting it off yeah, putting it off. And I need to uh, preface the meeting with Alan, uh, with uh, talking about Phil's split personality. He had a split personality. He there was good Phil and Bad Phil. Huh. Mm-hmm. And they, the good Phil and Bad Phil. I won't get details about how they were different mm-hmm. pers- personality wise, but he used to dress differently. Huh. Really? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. He would uh, um Jekyll and Hyde. Would, uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> evil evil, bad Phil would come in, um and he would uh have his sunglasses on, and his wig, <laughs> and his cape, and cool, nice, groovy Phil would be, you know, have his contact lenses in, huh. he'd have a little jean jacket on, jeans, and um, he wore that little, like a news, newsboy hat. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a newsy was, hat. He was pleasant. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, when he was uh, the caped Phil... I shouldn't call them evil and mean. I call no, it, I mean... We'll call them the, listen, we'll call them the caped the, Phil. The, now yeah, we're talking the cape, bad about capes. The, the caped <laughs> cape Phil and the newsboy hat Phil. Okay, I love that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um, finally, you know, I kept, I kept... I didn't ask every day, but you know, it was getting near the end. We were onto vocals with Joey. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, Joey and I, I remember, we were doing background vocals. Joey and I would do background vocals together. Mm-hmm. And it might have... I remember it may have been rock and roll high school that we were working on. And uh it was the, the night Phil took me aside, and Phil would always take me aside and give me little not lectures but <laughs> words of wisdom okay about, you know, about things you know, like you you know, the the this, the delay on the tape delay to the reverb needs to be in time with the music and and then, you know, the Ramones are going to be the, the biggest band in the world. And it's going to be the biggest record that you've ever worked on, the biggest record that I've ever worked on. And he was convinced in his mind mm-hmm. that this was Well,
0: that's going nice. To yeah. yeah, it was really yeah. cool. He
1: really, really believed in the band. Yeah. So the day finally came. He says, okay, you know, give, give Alan a call and he'll have him come down tonight. So uh, Alan came down. Phil knew he was coming. And uh, I bring him in. And this is Phil. This is Larry. And Phil just looks at him and just looks back down, didn't offer a handshake or anything, mm-hmm. and, and just said, like, go sit down front. And so he put Alan in front, there's like a couch in front of the console, in front of the glass looking into the studio. And then uh, Phil just gets up and walks out. And he was nice Phil. Uh-huh. He was newsboy Phil. Newsboy Phil. He was newsboy Phil. And he walked out and so he, just, he didn't say anything. And Joey and I looking at each other and go, we're in the middle of doing backing vocals so we just like, Wait five minutes, ten minutes. Okay, well, we'll go and talk to Alan. Go we'll talk to Alan for a while, and then we're, we're in there for like maybe twenty minutes. And who comes walking in? But Caped Phil. Oh no! Wow. Did you immediately
0: know what was going on? <laughs> he was wearing the cape, and you're like, oh shit. Yep. <laughs> oh,
1: well, yeah. Yep. And then you know he would pick up the phone and make believe he was talking to people on the phone. Oh and no. you know? yep. yeah. Yeah. Love Phil. I mean, I'm not real. I'm not dissing the guy at all. Honestly, we're
0: just talking just, about just, what happened. Talking yeah. about know capes. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're not opi- putting an opinion on it. We're just no. saying. Yeah, wow. we're just talking. Yeah, just, yeah. just
1: saying. You know, uh, you know, I still have an affinity in my heart for Uncle Philip. Do you? This sounds weird, but
2: I mean, do you, when you're mixing stuff today, when you're producing stuff today, do you still do you ever approach things from that perspective? Try to think of like this needs like a. Did you this need more hand claps? So? Does this yeah. need more reverb? I didn't no. learn,
1: I honestly, I didn't learn anything from Phil. Aww. I learned from his earlier records yeah, that yeah. out there. Yeah. I, by listening, mm-hmm. and you know the you know, slap on John's voice on his De Karma*, and, mm-hmm. you know the solitude of the Classic Ono Band record, mm-hmm. the grandiose stuff of uh, *All Things Must Pass*. The yeah. uh, the great drum reverb on "Be My Baby," mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. I've, I've even used. I've even suggested the bands that I use. Boom, 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 pow yes. on, on, on sections of songs right. because it's yeah. so fantastic. Um, but uh, on the Ramones, uh, I, I learned how a lot of, to have a lot more patience with. Uh, with musicians and engineers and producers. <laughs> yeah, I mean the, that, that's that's what thing. I learned. Yeah, yeah. patience with
0: with any industry though. I mean, I work a lot in the entertainment business. So mm-hmm. I'm just so shocked at how poorly everybody treats each other sometimes. Yeah. Like we're you know this can be way more fun. Yeah. But um, just to talk about a song that does not have anything to do with Rockwell High School, but has something <laughs> to do with uh, um, End of the Century. Is Danny says. Yes. You know I think is personally mm. one of the most beautiful songs. Ever. Mm-hmm. And it's maybe, I think, one of the least fit, specterized songs on the well, album. Well, not even mention
1: that. It, down. It, it actually, Phil, that, that's the one song that Phil actually did something on mm-hmm. that uh, was creative. The whole the whole band was actually in at the beginning of that song.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: With Johnny's guitar oh, blasting yeah. off. So he kind of cut it down. In the mix, mind you. Yeah. You know, there's that little intro. that Oh, they didn't have that? Okay. That was all, That's that was... I think it was Deedee's who came up with that line. Oh. And so we, I copied it on the, uh, um, but as soon as the, Danny says, we uh, how did it go, the, Johnny's guitar was right there. Yeah. So the way it builds up like that was Phil's doing in the mixing. Hmm. So you got a hand, And I, I do like that. Yeah.
0: I love that song. Yeah. So pretty. Yeah, yeah it's awesome.
1: It's in there. It's in there. Um, um,
0: I want to ask you a personal question. Do you think that the Ramones are one of your favorite bands you've ever worked with?
1: Absolutely. If not the favorite,
0: if not favorite,
1: if not the favorite, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, uh, I loved working with the Smithereens as well, and cool. loving mm-hmm. color, and uh, and lots of other bands that you guys don't even know about. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean we're not you're...
0: discounting anybody. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No. Um, and what I'm saying about that is the reason I brought that up because you know you, know, you can only do you do 100 records and maybe four of them are people over here or people are the sure, bands. yeah, in, sure. In my experience, anyway, yeah. You know, there's bands that record and, just, and that's just, it disappear. just goes away <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. goes away um, but the, the, the Ramones are I, I, yeah I think they're my number one choice awesome mm. yeah for sure I was, I was very lucky to be there you know, well they
0: were very lucky to have you obviously
1: well I always say you know, right place right time yeah um, a lot of luck and a little bit of talent got me in the in the door somehow yeah I you know, just lucky that circumstances allowed me to be there when I walked in to the studio during Leave Home yeah and knowing Tony Bon Jovi and having him you know be blessed at the fact that, you know, uh, that seemed kind of like a lucky break
0: in. working with him and the yeah. fact that he kind of wasn't around as much. So yeah, you got to yeah. play more. That seems fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And you seem to have a very good attitude about it, which I'm sure didn't hurt.
1: No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cause there's a lot of ego in that room. I'm sure of it.
1: <laughs> I, I try to ignore ego.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah
1: with it myself and you know if somebody has it I'll be sure whatever yeah yeah and try to work that's theirs work around it
0: yeah sign of a good collaborator yeah
1: yeah it's you know when it comes down to it uh, it's all about collaboration and bringing the band's um, vision to fruition well
0: I personally love the process and it seems like you really love the process too and uh, you know whether or not anything that you create does well or not if you had a lot of fun doing it
1: yep it's true
0: then you did good.
2: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Do we have it in this? <laughs> We've
0: covered so much. We've covered so much. Uh, Ed, is there anything else you'd like to say about this song in general? I'm, I mean, how I wish we, they
1: kept a lyric therapy pool in there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: how do you think Rock and Roll High School rates on your list of Ramon songs?
1: Ooh, tough. Yeah. Top ten somewhere. Nice. And That's t- solid. Top, top ten.
0: That's really solid. solid.
1: Yeah. I'm funny. I,
2: it creeps around for me. But every mm-hmm. now and then it'll hit. And what's funny is it's one of the... It, it's sneakily one of the catchiest songs. Mm-hmm. And it's one that I can adapt into my life. Case in point, my son will just goof around in the shower. <laughs> he won't wash himself. So I said you have to you have to like... Really do it and so we, So yeah. I instantly start saying wash, 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 washing your body. Like, start doing it works for so many things. Yeah. Uh-huh, all that's right. Fun. Rock and roll hot dogs, we have those. Oh yeah. man, all right. <laughs> so I'm We're gonna put cool hot dogs. Yeah. So I'm gonna assume everyone is probably a love.
0: I'm a major love on this one. <laughs> yeah. I'm a major love yeah. on this
1: one. I'm a love. Me too.
0: For me, "Rock and Roll High School" is the perfect Ramon song. Wow! It's fun. It's rock and roll. It's um, it's not too punk, but it's still it's pop punk. Since it's it's really well done yeah. pop punk. Yeah. You can like it if you like punk rock. You can like it if you like pop music. Mm-hmm. Um, it's For just sure. really it's that sweet spot. Yeah. You know,
2: and I I want to give special shout out to the lyrics. Great. Which I don't always, I'm not so much of a lyrics guy, but I feel like this one has this like, I don't know how wise it is or how consciously it was done, but the uh, I don't care about history thing has always stayed out, stood out to me as like. You know, we're in the now and we're looking forward. I don't care about history. He means class, but here it's like, mm. I don't care what you did. Yeah. I don't care what music came before us. We're doing this now. Uh-huh. And I've always just like, like oh yeah, because that's not where I want to be. And like,
0: yeah, awesome.
2: Yeah, it, that's good. just real kind of subtle, but also like, that's pretty good. Well,
0: we say it a lot on the show, but I think when the Ramones are at their best, they're just wonderful storytellers. And yeah, it's just little things like that they got a lot of they got a lot of good stuff in there.
2: So, I feel it's going to be hard to pick a most valuable. Please try. But I I have a late in the game choice. Okay. Uh it's Marky. Okay. Mostly because I I prefer your version, your version of this and that drum beat is just beat into my head. Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's your I...
0: version though, Tommy's drums that Marky's. No, no, it's Marky. Okay, okay, that's Marky.
1: Marky. Yeah. Marky. It's uh, it's the same. Yeah, well, yeah, it's Marky on both versions. Okay, yeah, all but, all, all versions, all versions, all, all versions. versions, all okay, all, all all five versions. Great, but, yeah, but I feel
2: like I I you know often just tap my fingers and I'm either tapping. I've realized lately I'm either tapping Sympathy for the devil. Or the drum beat to Rock and Roll High School. Sure. It just comes out. And it, that I, I love so much about it, but I'm, I'm
1: going to give it to him because I feel like I don't throw enough his way. Great. That's will be mine. I'm going to back up a second and say something. Okay. Uh, about the fact that um, when I walked into Cherokee Studios to record Rock and Roll High School, Tommy wasn't there. And I was expecting him to be there. Oh. To co-produce with me. Uh-huh. We had finished, uh, you know, we co-produced uh, Road to Ruin together. Yeah. And so I just assumed that uh, Tommy was going to be there. And it was a shock to me that Tommy was not there. Uh-huh. And I was in charge of the, I was producing the whole thing. Yeah. I did not know this was going to happen. Uh-huh. And when I said to John, where's Tommy? He said, oh, he's not going to be here. He's not doing this with us. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it, was, it was kind of a shock. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's a...
0: It must have been shocking in general, but then to find out on the day when you show up for work, it must have <laughs> been like, what? Where's Tommy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <right? laughs> we uh, the guy. So.
1: Tommy, we're a good team. Yeah. Uh, we're a good team. Yeah. Um, we think so. Yes. Uh, <laughs> anybody else have a vote? Molly, do you have a vote? Uh,
0: so, are you giving your vote to.
1: I'm going to go with Marky as well. Great. You know, because it's, it starts... A two-time
0: on Marky. It starts
1: off with the drums. It, it really carries the song through. Yeah. You know, yeah. with the tom-tom. And, when and it, then it breaks down again uh-huh. before the modulation. I was going to say, that's, that's, always, that's the uh, like a drum solo. Mark gets a drum solo. It's the, I always think of it as like the regroup. Yeah.
2: That little moment of like... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And then we do it. They do it a couple other songs like that, but uh-huh.
1: I, yeah, that's for it's me. It's great, and then it modulates up. Yeah. yeah but, uh, cool. Yeah, i am give it to Marky.
0: Shockingly, I'm going to give it to Mr. Ed Stasium.
1: Okay. <laughs> I, it, I'm no, shocked.
0: <laughs> uh, I think his version is superior. And, um... I can see that. Yeah, and yes. and they named, they named the version after you. It was Somebody so damn did. good. Well, it's the... So damn good.
2: If, I mean, I think it's a tribute to it that, like... If people look at that song, anybody in the know of the Ramones are like, "Well, what what are we talking about here?" Yeah. So the selling point is, it's
1: it's yeah. this. This is what it, like, oh, okay, great. It's the the one that I prefer. Yeah. And yeah, it, it sat in my archives for ten years before anybody even heard it. Yeah. So
0: just to be clear, it was finally your version was finally released on 1988's M- compilation, Ramones Mania. Ramones oh, Mania. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's the one. That's the. One. But you can that's also. What I, that's what I'm told. Yes. I think that's that okay. it's on Wikipedia so it's got to be true. <coughs>
0: but technically
1: <laughs>
0: But technically your version is also in the film. It is. And right, but the was one played. that
2: people couldn't yeah. they could buy. Yeah, the one they could yeah, buy. Yeah, that was the one. Mm, yes, yeah,
1: so it wasn't released until uh, Yeah,
0: 1988. Yeah. Uh, well, nice. you guys, thank you again Ed, for joining us I this week. with you guys? You guys so are great. Fun. Nice.
1: You're so um, knowledgeable about the Ramones. <laughs> 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 the and well, we now I, I feel like we're
0: genius level. <laughs> <laughs> we spent a lot Yeah, we just <laughs> got some niche info. Um, thank you, everybody, out there for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Ramones Podcast, and you can find us on Facebook at Ramones of the Day Podcast. And join us next time. We'll be discussing Rockaway Beach on Ramones of Day.